Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 74 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bernt. Today, I want to talk to you about the very first step you can take if you want to make a change and improve your relationship. It is not about communicating with your partner or making a plan on what to change. This step is completely internal. And it might actually sound really easy, but the truth is that it is a huge challenge for all of us to do because we don't practice it that often. A very common problem that I myself experienced and that I see in a lot of my clients is that there is a built-in compass in your brain that tells you what is good and what is bad, what is right and what is wrong, what a good girlfriend is and what a good girlfriend is not, and so on. You don't even have to try or put in effort. All of this happens automatically. And honestly, in a lot of cases, it's not even a problem. But when it comes to being a grumpy girlfriend, a big chunk of the problem is how you speak to and treat yourself. Your relationship with you is at the core of this issue. And you can't make amazing, powerful changes from a place of bullying yourself and having a really shitty relationship with yourself. That's just going to make you better and more efficient at treating yourself like crap. And I know you've heard it a thousand times before. You need to love yourself before you can love someone else. Which is false, by the way. Or you need to work on your self-esteem in order to stop being jealous. Not necessarily true either. But what all of this advice has in common is that it's trying to get you to swing from hate all the way to love. Swing from mean to kind. Swing from bad all the way to good. (laughs) Which kind of makes sense. We have identified bad things and now we want to replace them with good things. Isn't that how this works? But we're missing a very important piece of the puzzle when we're so focused on these judgments and replacing the bad with the good. And that is passing through neutral first. Actually getting rid of all judgment. Practicing non-judgmental observation of what is going on. This is a skill that most of us don't develop nearly enough. And in this episode, I want to guide you through it. So if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that circumstances in the world are completely neutral until we have a thought about them. Circumstances, or facts as we can also call them, are not preloaded with judgment, opinions, or subjective stories, good or bad. And if you have been practicing this way of thinking, you'll be a few steps ahead when it comes to non-judgmental observation. Basically, what I want you to start doing is really paying attention to 
what you are doing, what you are thinking, how you are feeling in your body, what your partner is or isn't doing, but without adding your colorful judgment to it. When you peel off your judgment, you're left with very clean circumstances. For example, the thought, he likes her more than me, appears in my brain. I feel jealousy in my body sometimes. My partner has excess. I have a feeling of anxiety inside of my body when I do not receive a text from my partner. Okay, all of this is fine. None of this is a problem. It's not amazing and it's not horrible. It's not right or wrong. It just is what it is. And I do know that a lot of these things probably still feel quite loaded with judgment for you. So I want to offer you a different example where you most likely don't have really strong emotions attached to it. So I want you to pretend that you're a tennis player who's out practicing on the court. You hit a few balls and then you think, oh, my backhand is really shitty today. Or, oh, my my serve, it's always so bad. Non-judgmental observation in this scenario refocuses your attention from what you think about the shot or even the result of where the ball lands more to what is happening in your body. What's your body doing during these shots? How exactly are your feet moving? Let's hit a couple of more shots and really observe, without judgment, what is your arm doing? Let's refocus and think, what are your eyes focusing on? Where are you looking when you hit the ball? When do you hit the ball? At this point in the process, we don't care where the ball lands. We don't care if it's long or out of bounds or anything like that, like, We don't care. What we care about is observing what is happening. We don't care if it's right or wrong, correct or incorrect, a winner or a loser shot. (laughs) We just want to observe what is happening when the shot is being executed. Because if we can't see very clearly what your body is doing when you strike the ball then what are we going to base any kind of improvements on? Just saying, my backhand is shitty, is not enough information to improve it. What if your backhand isn't shitty? What if it's actually your footwork that is shitty? Or where you look while hitting the ball? How do we know? What is actually shitty if we only focus on the result of this shot over and over and over again? So bringing it back to being a grumpy girlfriend, you need to observe 
without judgment, what is happening in these situations? Not just, I'm jealous and I hate when my partner goes out with friends. Okay, I mean, that's fine. But it tells us very little. It tells us the result of you hitting the ball, where the ball lands. But what if we zoom in and focus on how your body is moving? How are your feet moving? How is your arm swinging? I.e., what thoughts are flowing through your mind? How are you acting around your partner when you know they're about to go out? What scenarios are being played in your mind? What is happening in your body? How exactly does it feel? Because maybe that jealousy you're feeling when your partner is going out with friends is actually about something completely different. I know for me personally, I just judged my experience as I hate when my partner goes out with friends. But that gives us zero information about what's going on. But then when I started exploring and observing, I noticed that a big part of why I hated my partner going out with friends was because I knew, or I thought I knew, (laughs) that he would be exposed to a lot of happy people. Happy single friends. Happy friends who are on Tinder. Happy girls. Everyone is just happy. And at home, I knew that he had a grumpy, jealous, kind of rude girlfriend who was never, ever just happy. I constantly thought about how All other girls are so much happier and funnier and more easygoing than me. Especially, I mean, when they're out partying with friends. And that all his single friends for sure are so much happier than he is. And that all of this would tempt him to break up with me. If I would have just kept thinking, Oh, I'm so jealous when my partner goes out with friends. I would really not have any information about how to start changing it or fixing it or even comforting myself in these moments. I would have no information about how to make a change. I would just judge it, like slap a label on it and call it a day. But when I actually took time to observe myself without judgment and just be very curious about what was going on inside of me, I learned so much more and the path to change started becoming more obvious to me. So this wasn't good or bad information. It was just interesting. It was interesting to see what my brain was doing and how that brain activity was making me feel and behave towards my partner. It was interesting to observe those emotions flow through my body, not judge it, not say that it's good or bad or horrible or panicky or frustrating or stupid. Just be like, hmm, my heart is beating so fast right now and I really have an urge to text my boyfriend. 
so interesting. And I could see how these stories were being played in my mind of him being around all the happy people. And then I noticed that, oh, I have a desire to get him away from a bunch of happy people. And my way of doing that is to be mad at him. To text him and be grumpy and upset about him being out too long with his friends and not hanging out with me. Because, oh, that's interesting. That's how my brain thinks I'm going to get him away from all the happiness and all the fun. And I wouldn't have known that if I was so busy judging myself. So simply observing what is happening with curiosity instead of judgment is a very powerful first step. It opens up your brain and allows you to see things in a different light. Judgment always makes our world smaller. It clouds our perspectives and it doesn't allow for any kind of creativity or problem solving. But if we are curious, we naturally open up our minds. We are open to seeing new things to finding out something that we didn't already know. I for sure believe that a big reason why I have transformed my life and relationships so much over the past years is because I am curious and fascinated by my own brain. Before I learned all these tools, I was so stuck in judgment of myself. Everything I thought about myself was always in relation to what is good, bad, right, wrong, attractive, unattractive, good girlfriend, bad girlfriend. But I had such a strong desire to improve and change that I kept fighting and I kept exploring. I made sure I kept learning. I held on to the belief that there is so much I don't know. And I kept searching for answers. And this is a trait that I see in a lot of my most successful clients as well. They have such a strong desire to explore themselves and their own minds and their experience in their day-to-day -day lives. They are constantly curious about what their brains are doing and they actually take pleasure in the process of getting to know themselves all over again, without judgment this time. I always say that judgment is what our brains resort to when we, one, don't understand what is happening and why, and two, don't have the tools to change it. So, in order to combat judgment, we want to understand ourselves. And we want to know how to make the changes we want to make. This is the work that I do with my clients all the time. I show them their own brains. And I explain why it's all happening and why it makes total sense. And then we go through this simple process of starting to adjust it. The week this episode is published, the Girlfriend Glow Up Mastermind is starting. This is a 10-week long course where I will guide you through this entire process. I will teach you the self-coaching model that completely changed my life. 
I'll coach you, I'll answer your questions, and help you truly understand yourself in a whole new way. You will learn how to hold neutral space for yourself while you are exploring your own mind. You will learn how to pick up on details you never really paid attention to before. And most importantly, you'll learn the tools you need to make significant changes to your relationship with yourself and, of course, with your partner. Class starts on Thursday, which is June 2nd, so there's still plenty of time to sign up for the Mastermind when this episode goes live. So go to katrinbound.com forward slash glow up to save your spot today. If you have any questions at all, just send me an email at katrin at katrinbound.com and I will get back to you as soon as possible. The first step towards adjusting your thoughts, your feelings, and your behaviors is to just observe and watch them in a curious and non-judgmental way. Only then will you get a clear, complete picture of what is going on, and only then will you be able to start making the changes that you want to make. Let's go through this process together. katrinbandcom forward slash glow up to join this summer's mastermind experience. I can't wait to see you on Thursday, and I will also see you back here for another episode next week. Bye-bye.